You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey everybody, how you doing? This is episode two of Positive Anger, I believe. Is what we're doing here? I think that's what we're calling it, right? Um, yes, with uh, with Nathan McIntosh as well as Sir John Fadigan, aka Doctor Daddy, aka John Tired. I'm a, I actually am kind of tired today, so. Me too, dude. I got. Uh, I was telling you quickly, I got a wisdom tooth coming in. Uh, that's that's uh, ki- it's kicking my dick. You know, these goddamn... You have all your wisdom teeth? I think so. I never got one taken out. Well, the-, <laughs> the dentist told me to take they, it out. I, I said no. Well, they definitely didn't take themselves out, John. So they are still there. Yeah, they told me years ago that I should get it taken out before, I don't know, my face melts or whatever the hell happens. But uh, haven't done it. So now one is... Uh, it's coming in with a vengeance, man. It wants to It wants to take out all my other teeth. It wants to ruin my face. It really only started last night. I did I did two shows. One of them was okay, and the second one I was like, I'm in so much pain. I don't oh. care if this whole audience catches on fire. How did you do it? How'd you perform? I just stood there and talked. <laughs> it's a pretty easy thing to do, but no, I was I was really like, man, I'm not having a good fucking time at all right now. Did um, you talk about it? Did you tell them you were in pain? I didn't, and I really should have. That should have been mostly what my set was. Well, but there's a couple jokes I'm trying to work on, man. So yeah. I just, you know what I mean. Yeah. Were you afraid that would seem like you're just begging for sympathy or something like that? I don't know. I didn't want to do it yet because then the, the, there's always the thing that people can go, well, you know, I worked all day with a crippled foot and I, I dig ditches and that's way harder than tell. Everybody thinks that telling jokes is the stupidest, easiest thing in the universe to do, which I guess on one side they're right, but then on the other side they're not right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people will be like, well, I'm a doctor. I cut open a guy's heart today. I'm like, yeah, but you got, you got paid billions of dollars, bro. That's- I'm in a fucking bar in Brooklyn with a busted tooth that I can't get fixed ever until I start making billions of dollars. Or until I go back to Canada. Yeah. No, dentistry is not free. Oh, it's not. Nope. And which makes me very angry. I wish doctors would just learn what dentists know so that it would be free. It's really the only thing. You go up there, it's the same kind of deal. Dentists can charge whatever they want. Because what are you, you going to do? Your face is going to blow off. You need this. Gougers. Yeah, you need this tooth out. Um... So whatever, man. I guess the next time you talk to me, I'll have a wisdom tooth or I will not have a wisdom tooth. Um, I had some pain once from a wisdom tooth, and then it just went away. So <laughs> I just dealt with it. And I, that, I, they're going to find that in your heart? <laughs> it didn't even come through your, your your gums. It went directly to an artery and just starts blocking it. John, you have four wisdom teeth uh, blocking a full artery here. We're going to need to open heart surgery. Um, it went somewhere. <laughs> went somewhere. It's in that body. Um, Tell you quickly, again, I'm trying to, you know what I mean? I'm trying to appreciate things, right, John? Trying to appreciate life. I went to, uh, my girlfriend got me tickets to see the previews of uh, the Rocky musical. This went on Monday. Yo. Was it good? Yo. Okay. Yes. I mean, I'm a huge Rocky fan as is. Who isn't? Uh, there's some criminals that aren't. Really? Yeah, I've met some people. I met they just one. Not have childhoods or something. You know what I think it is? Honestly, this is really my thoughts. If a man doesn't like Rocky, I feel he has no goals, dreams, or ambitions <laughs> whatsoever. How can you? How can you watch Rocky and be so like, true. ah, it was okay? What do you mean it was okay? It's got amazing speeches. The first one, so inspirational. The first one's the best one. I also really like Rocky Balboa, though the sixth one. The sixth one is unreal. Never saw it. Oh, 
one of the best things ever in that movie. It has a big quote with uh, a big speech with his son, and he's like, "Nothing hits harder than life." Come on, man, that that line alone is great. The musical, uh, the musical was very, very good. I mean, as far as uh, as far as the musical is going to go, clearly it's not better than the movie. Yeah, I mean, how do you beat Ross? I mean, Best Picture, nineteen seventy seven. Did it? It got that. Yes. Okay. And he wrote it and directed. Did he? He didn't direct it. He wrote it though. He wrote it. Uh. Uh. Yes. He wrote it. Uh. They shot that movie in twenty eight days on like no budget at all because he wanted to star in it. No. Uh. No. Uh. Studios would take a chance on him. They. They tried to pay him to not do it. And he was like, "No, I have to do it." So then, finally, they said, "All right, wait." Cool. They tried. They tried to pay him so they could cast somebody else yes. as Rocky. Okay. Yeah, they wanted. Who did they? I forget who they wanted. Um, but yeah, they were like, Nicholas "We'll give Cage. you." Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> we. They were like, "We'll give you three hundred thousand dollars not to do this movie." And he was like, "No." He had no money at the time. Sylvester Stallone's one of the greatest human beings on the planet. When people are like, "He's dumb," he played a, a he played Rocky in a movie, and people that's the impression people do of Stallone. <laughs> it's a fucking character. Do you know what I mean? Like doing an impression of Robin Williams and you just do Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> it's a character. Um, anyway, so then they finally agreed because they loved the screenplay so much. They were like, we'll give you $30,000 to star in this movie. They shot it in 28 days. Wins best goddamn picture of 1977. And didn't they invent the Steadicam during the making of it or something like which revolutionized movie making? That part I do not know. But if that if there's another reason that I could top onto why Rocky's great, I would love to I have it. I think that's the case. If you're a viewer, Google it and and, and email us and tell us. Um, the but I'm pretty positive. The musical. We can't Google ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> the the music. Could we Google? I mean, I could easily do this. Um, we don't need to Google. All right, we're not going to Google. John Tired has decided. No Googling. Our fans should Google for us. Google this thing. Google this thing. If I had a theme song for that. Um, the musical, though, man, is very, very good. Anybody that kind of likes musicals is going to have a great time at this thing. The sets. Um, somebody already made fun of me for this, for talking about how good the sets are. Somebody said I was ridiculous for caring about set design, which I'm like, you pay a bunch of money to go see a, a show. If they don't give you a set... You know what I mean? Set design is so important, man. You don't even know the sets, dude, of this, okay? They they take they take the front uh the front half of the audience, they bring them on stage, put them in bleachers behind a boxing no ring. No way. And then they bring the boxing ring out into the middle of the theater. It <laughs> hovers over the seats in the bottom half of the show. How That's crazy amazing. is that? Yeah. Then they got people on the side standing and cheering and stuff. Dude, the show, the way they do that show is completely unbelievable. What do they do with the fight sequences? Because um, I mean, the, in the movie, they're very like edited. You know, they're they're 100%. quick cuts and stuff like that. They do that kind of here. They'll have like one punch in slow motion, and then a ring girl will walk. And they do it really. The choreography is great. Uh, they'll have a ring girl walk by and be like round nine, round ten, and they do that kind of quick. They go through the first round, second round, pretty much just like the movie, and then um, yeah. Bring uh, and then they shut it down at the end. Rocky doesn't win, which is great. For a minute, I thought they were gonna make Rocky win because it was a musical, and I was gonna stand up and be like, "Travesty, man! He loses in the first one for Christ's sake." There, there was a man standing behind me in the hallway, and his girlfriend goes, uh, "She goes, I'm pretty sure Mr. T wins in the first one." <laughs> and then this guy goes, "He goes, yep, Mr. T wins in the first one." And I want to turn around and be like. Rip both of your tickets up, you fucking dirtbags. <laughs> if you if you don't know about the movie, get out of here. Get the <clears throat> hell out of here. Oh, my God. Set design is huge, man. I went to huge. see... Have you seen a lot of Broadway shows? I've seen, uh, like, four. Which ones? I saw Book of Mormon, mm. which was awesome. Okay. Loved it. I saw... Um, 
shit. I saw a couple that I don't even remember what the hell they were with like an ex-girlfriend's mom or something. You know? Okay. And then I saw that one with the little gay kid who like wants to dance. What's that one called? Billy, Billy, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Billy. Uh... Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. but let's let's give it some respect here. <laughs> Billy. Damn it! They made a movie. Oh, I feel so bad. Billy, 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 Billy. Billy Bones. <laughs> you sound like you sound like Judd Snell's and uh, Caddyshack. Billy, Billy, uh, uh, Billy Broadway. What the hell is that thing called? I know exactly what you're talking. Billy Elliot. Billy Elliot. Oh, people I threw saw up. Billy Elliot. People were just listening and they were like, "Oh, cool, Broadway <laughs> shows." And then you, we couldn't remember Billy Elliot, and they're like, "I'm out. I'm out." <laughs> um, I've only seen a few. I've seen Wicked, which was fantastic. Yeah. I've seen Rocky Musical, which is very good. I mean, if you're a big Rocky fan, there's a couple things they do. Like they don't have, a, they have some lines in it that are very much needed. Then there's a couple things you're like, uh, you know, do you remember the movie much? That, Rocky or the original? Yes, of course. You know the guy that he breaks thumbs for, Gazzo? Yeah, of course. In the movie, Gazzo eventually goes, uh, "Yeah, Rocky, this is great. What you're doing? Here's money to train for the fight. I'm gonna be there front row." In the musical, Gazzo comes in and he goes, "Here's some money, Rocky. You're gonna need it once you lose the fight because you're gonna be back working for me." And Interesting. I just want, yeah, and I just was like, what the fuck? Every Gaza was on his side of the. Did it's, they just need more of an antagonist? Or I think something? that's all it really was. Because yeah. they really focus, they take some of the passion out of it, and they really focus on just him and Adrian. Yeah. And they take out, like, Rocky really being destitute and broke and, yeah. like, really kind of depressed. Well, you know also, I mean? so much of the movie is about him training and stuff. You know, it's it's a montage movie. The montages they do in this thing are great. Seriously. Oh, they do. That's do they amazing. have stairs that he runs up? It's, I can't it, even imagine how you do montages in a, they in a have, play. They have like 20 sides of beef that come from the ceiling. <laughs> it's really well done. I went to see um, So See It. I also went to see uh, The Lion King. You see The Lion King? You didn't. No, that's that's a huge production, though. Lion right? I mean, King, though, can blow me, dude. Really? It's not. The sets in that, man, are nothing. There's like a They have a backdrop of Africa. I took my girlfriend to that a few years ago, and I'm like, I paid $200 to see a picture of Africa and then people wearing stilts running around. Zazu, the the, the little parakeet uh, parrot deal that's always with Simba, he's a man in a top hat and a suit who has like a masquerade ball mask on a on a on like a string in front yeah, of his face. Yeah, it's all puppets and shit, right? What the fuck? Build something. Build a thing. You know what I mean? $200, for God's sake. I, the whole time I was so watching it. so expensive, him, too. Yeah, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, man, the movie is way better than this goddamn production. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not their fault, really, because that movie's amazing. But, I mean, the three songs they added into the musical are garbage. You you totally see why they cut them from the movie. <laughs> I was just sitting there pissed. Rocky, though, uh, there's one part. You know that uh, that really made me laugh. You know that part um, where Rocky loses his locker? Where Mickey I, takes his locker for Dipper. I don't remember that. Okay. No. Anyways, Rocky. Mickey takes his locker. They put all of his stuff on Skid Row. So Mickey, uh, Rocky goes out to talk to Mickey. And he's like, "Yo, why'd you take my locker?" And Mickey's like, "Oh, cause Dipper needed it." Oh, I do remember. Yeah. This. And then Dipper, as Rocky's leaving, goes, "Hey, I dig your locker, man." You know that part in the musical? He goes, "He goes, hey, Rocky, I dig your locker, man." That made me laugh so much. It's one of the funniest things ever. Um, We're the only guy laughing. <laughs> no. No, people really laughed at some parts. Because you laugh at stuff that other people aren't laughing at sometimes. What does that mean, Joe? No, what it's fun. It's good because you got a good sense. <laughs> like when we saw that, that preview for her, mm. 
and we were at the movies and we saw this preview for her and Nathan when they when they said she's not just a computer he lost his shit. I lost his I lost my mind and I'm sure it's a great movie I I actually do really want to see it but when when Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin 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 fuck we get no names right on this goddamn show <laughs> when he was like it's not just a computer I died died in the theater that's hilarious line i can't you know what i mean that's really funny it is just a computer (laughs) it's just an operating system made me laugh a lot um also this week did you watch uh did you watch the oscars at all yeah 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 definitely you watched the whole thing what'd you think um i I, look i I haven't seen it's like the only movie i haven't seen is gravity gravity's good but this is this is my only thing right every every year the 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 best picture or the best cinematography award always goes to some movie that's just massively green screened. And that, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, Last yeah, year yeah. was Life of Pi. The whole thing was shot in a room the size of this. Yeah. Just a big, huge green screen room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's more. I feel like there's more to cinematography. I, think, I feel like people are just mixing it up with just special effects. What won this year? Uh, Gravity. Oh, yeah, yeah, again. yeah, yeah. Which, all right, maybe, maybe deserves it in some ways. But Gravity is a very good movie at the time when I saw it. The fact. Oh, you haven't seen it yet. Oh, no, I can't no, say anything. No, go ahead. Right. Fuck it. When that when uh, Sandra Bullock, she crashes back to Earth. Okay, and then gets up and walks away from a space shuttle crash with like this giant music playing. I was like, get the fuck yeah. out of here. If she would have died at the end, I really would have. I would have been like, this movie's fantastic. The fa- I mean, it's still very good, but I mean. People die in car accidents. She just fell from a space shuttle, <laughs> and now she's walking into the. You see it too. She's she's in like the Amazon rainforest. No clothes. She's about to go into the jungle, get eaten by an anaconda, and we're like, "Good job. This is great." It's just weird. Um, George Clooney was in that movie, right? Oh yeah. Because his he's not mentioned really the entire Oscar. They didn't. Show, I don't. He wasn't there. I don't think they didn't show him. They um. He's definitely in it, and they they um, they showed Sandra Bullock thirty times throughout the Oscars. George Clooney not once, no mention of him. Wow. Until I think one award, someone said something about the director, something about about him. He was totally in it. Um. Yeah, he was totally there. He's he's in it for a bit, and then he leaves, and you just have to. Did see you him. notice that though? That he wasn't. Oh, dude, I don't watch award shows. I'm sorry. Okay. I I follow. <laughs> I try to. Follow which you didn't even watch it. No, God, I don't. I, I, I'm not a big fan of award shows. I tried to follow who was winning and stuff without being on Twitter because I really dislike the snarky comments from oh, everybody yeah, on the yeah, planet. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 I just want to know who. Won. I just want the facts. Who won? Not oh, look. You know one thing that made me kind of it's so stupid. People were like, oh, Leonardo. First, okay, I got a couple things here. When people were like, Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win, and uh, they were talking about how sad he must be. He's Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) He's not sad. He has like $200 million in the bank. Every woman woman on the planet will blow him. You know what I mean? He's waking up all, where's my statue? No! And he gets to be in every Marty Scorsese movie for the rest of his life. And he's also, it's not like he didn't win because he's not fantastic. The man's fantastic. You know what I mean? He didn't just lose because he's not good enough. Wolf Wall Street, that man is so good in that movie. Plus he's not like, you know, like Charlton Heston five years ago or something. He's got his whole career ahead of him. He's a young man. He's kicking. He can win 20 more Academy Awards or 20 Academy Awards in his life. This is the phrase I'll use over and over again. He is kicking life in the dick. Yeah. Okay? He is really dominating life. I really thought, well, I saw most of the movies. I thought Wolf of Wall Street should win something. I get why it won't. A lot of people were saying that it glorifies a bad man, which kind of makes me upset just because that's a real story about a real person. You should be angry that... The way the law works, they basically reward white-collar criminals. That's not this guy's fault. Yeah. yeah you know what yeah. I mean? And every movie glorifies criminals. Every every single movie is, is violent, and you're rooting for these violent p- 
people they, and stuff. They've made movies about Jeffrey Dahmer. Do you know what I mean? You can't not make a movie about a guy who had like yeah. a very and people are like, oh, that's gonna make people want to do that. Who who doesn't want to have a bunch of money and be able to do whatever they want? I think if anything, the test a testament to how good the movie is. You could you could hate this person so much, but you are rooting for him, and it's a fun ride. Even if you hate what's happening, it's so much fun to watch that, that movie, movie. That movie was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh huh. I saw and Twelve Years a Slave won Best Picture. Did you see Twelve Years a Slave? Yeah, it was a great movie. Twelve Years a Slave is yes. It's a good movie. I don't think it should have won Best Picture. Um, there was no way it wasn't going to win. There's never even Will Smith walking out with that. Do you see this? You missed the shot. No, yeah. There's a hero shot moving backwards as 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 Will Smith like marches <laughs> to the podium to give the award. Man, you know, there's there's never going to be a movie that's fun that'll win Best Picture. No. You know what I mean? You'll never sit through like a Good Burger. <laughs> and uh, and then the Academy will be like, you know what? Most fun movie of life. It's always going to be sad and depressing. Yeah, yeah. It's all. It's all. Uh, the one reason. The one thing I didn't like about Twelve Years a Slave is um, Brad Pitt is the hero in the movie. I'm like, can you cast a regular human being here? So true. He also had a Cana- He was Canadian. No Canadian accent. No. What in the fuck accent was that? I, I I lived in Canada for 26 years of my life. Where in the fuck was the <laughs> accent? You know what I mean? Where? Um, also, one thing that made me mad about 12 Years a Slave is everybody goes, uh, this is pretty much just white people. They were like, did you see 12 Years a Slave? It's going to make you hate white people. Oh, who said that? Lots of people, um, which, okay, look, I'm going to get, let me, let me talk about this thing for a second, all right? Um, let me talk about this real quick. I want to put on, you know, okay, here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to just yell over nothing. So I'm going to put, I'm going to, for you, I'm going to play some light jazz here while I rant. This is a new segment we're doing, right? Oh, man, we'll see what happens. Okay, very, okay. I'm very excited about this. Okay, so let me see this real quick. This is what, um, I got called, I got told, I got told twice that, um, 12 Years a Slave will make you hate white people. As if 12 Years a Slave is the first thing to ever bring up slavery slavery existed before 12 years a slave there's a lot of movies before. here and you know what's funny i didn't hate white people watching 12 years a slave okay tell you some things that make me hate white people the beatles beatlemania is terrible i really hate that every year there's a new article being like guys look at this look at these eggs that paul mccartney ate in 1972 we're gonna watch this real quick look at this i saw an article Last uh, last month, because it was the 50th anniversary of the Beatles coming to America, that was, here's why the Beatles will never get back together. How about two of them are dead? That's a good reason that they will not get back together. Um, white men all looking the same. There's 90% of the white men on the planet look the exact same. Beards and a plaid shirt. That makes me hate white people. Besides 12 Years a Slave, beard and a plaid shirt and glasses. Yo! Jump into a river. End it all, bro. You look like everybody on the planet. Um, when white people say, I can go to that neighborhood now because it's gentrified. Want to punch him in the face. What you're really saying is now people that look like you are there. That's another reason I would hate white people beside 12 years a slave. Go to neighborhoods that don't have people that look like you. Don't just be scared of poor black people, you criminal, crooked-looking, beard-wearing fuck. Um... That might be it. That might be it. So, 12 Years Slave is a good movie, but it didn't make me hate white people. I had reasons before. Um, <laughs> all right, so this is uh, going to be a weird thing. We have our first guest today on this show. Here's one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, I've been talking to people about this for a long time, or like let's say a couple weeks. Um, 
First of all, the guest is uh, going to be uh, super funny, super talented, Khalees Hawkins, who I really like. This may sound weird. I really like what she's doing on Twitter. Um, I really feel that she's just kind of being herself, and that's what I want to talk about today. People pretending to be things they're not to try to look cool uh, for other people. Not being themselves is really what I want to talk about today. People not being themselves. Um, so we're going to bring in Khalees here in a minute. We're going to talk about that. It's going to be a good episode. See you in a minute. Hey guys, um, how are you? I hope uh, I hope the, the 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 rant over jazz was okay. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily hate white people, but I definitely will not wa- like a movie because it now makes me hate white people. I think that's a stupid thing. Um, so, like I said, I wanted to talk today about uh, people not being themselves, people trying to hide themselves from the rest of the world so that they don't look dumb or uncool or unpopular or whatever. Um, today, first guest on this show, um, I wanted to talk to Khalees Hawkins. Hello. <laughs> um, Khalees Hawkins is a comedian who I know in New York City who is very, very funny. And um, also, like I said, do you want me to give, I mean, she, she's been on things. Do you want mm-hmm. me to say the thing? It's okay. They can Google it. Um, Google Khalees Hawkins. She's very, very funny. Very cool. Um, and like I said, I want to talk to Khalees because um, Khalees on Twitter, I feel, has really reached a place where she's just being herself. And I think that's great. And I, I've I've gone into I've gone into too many places where people talk about being yourself as it's, if it's just some scary. Usually, when you say something that's really from your chest, people will call you crazy. And I really think that that's an ignorant, stupid thing. I've been getting that a lot lately. I've yeah. realized that if you just expose your flaws, people think that you have no mechanism to hide them. And since they've been developing that mechanism all their lives, they go, oh, she, hers must be broken. So she must be the real deal crazy. They don't realize I'm doing it on, pur- on purpose. So I, I'm trying not to hide inside myself. I've been very shy and I've been very introverted all my life. So I've decided to come out of my shell so I can be a part of the world. And the only way I can do that is by, by being real with myself and being honest and just seeing if there's anybody else who relates to it. And if people relate to it by calling it crazy, then I say, oh, they're hiding something. A hundred percent. And this is, this is exactly why I want to have this conversation because I've been in clubs Khalees in this city where somebody will say legitimately have you seen what Khalees is doing on Twitter she's gone crazy (laughs) and I want to just look at them be like how can you how can you go crazy in 140 characters she's clearly just saying things that are on her mind on her chest and I'm I'm and I'm I'm the same as you I grew up super shy didn't want to talk to anybody and I finally got to a point where you look around and you're like there's really nothing to be scared of you know what I mean? We we kind of think that the people around us are like, we don't want to do certain things because they'll say something or they'll think certain way. They're going to fucking think that shit anyway. There's an agreed upon social norm that everybody decided to follow. And that's like the the stable balance of a person. And so everybody's trying to be this stable, balanced person. And I've met enough people at this point in my life to realize that everybody's got some shit going on. Uh-huh. So why am I hiding mine? Exactly. Yeah, you'll, you'll sit around enough parties drinking wine that somebody will finally start to be like, oh, I really don't fucking like myself. Mm-hmm. Cool, then why don't you bring that around instead of always trying to put on this front that's like, I'm perfect, I'm great, yeah. I know exactly yeah. what's happening in my life, you know what I mean? But that's not for everybody, though, either. What do you mean? To, to expose everything about themselves. 
It's not just exposure. It's this illusion that everything's going right with me. Mm. And if I can fake this illusion and convince you that I'm fine, then somehow if the world sees me as fine, that's more important than how I feel. That yes. is really true. And that's what social media has become is this is this just like perfect image of yourself that you're constantly projecting on everyone in your life. And yeah. that's, that's the thing, man. It's a giant waste of time. Like I even look at like uh, I used to think – uh, say rappers, right? Were like coolest people in the world. They had shit going on. They got money. They got women. Those women in these videos are paid to be there. <laughs> yeah. How 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 am I supposed to go? Yo, this guy's so cool. He's got all these women. He paid this fucking woman to put her goddamn ass on this rented Bentley. <laughs> but I'm supposed to look up to this guy and go like, Yo, that's the coolest thing to do. He bought it. He's not real. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's there's not too much that's actually real. When you walk around in this whole thing, people create things that they want you to see. And it's very sad to think that when you stop doing that, you get labeled crazy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Definitely. I think it's fucking sad and weird. Like somebody was telling me the other night that um, I didn't even I didn't even know this. This completely blew my mind that women there's sometimes at clubs women. I mean, clubs will pay dudes to find hot women to bring them to the club and then just give them free alcohol so that the club has hot women in it. So that when dumb guys come in, they're like, yo, check out this club. It's got all these hot girls in it. Yeah. And yeah. then they think that that's like always what it is. These women are, again, paid to be here and yeah. stand around and fucking act as if, you know what I mean? They're going to go home with you or they're going to do whatever. Mm -hmm. it, not, none of it's fucking real. You know what I mean? But we, again, you just have to kind of pretend that this all, all this shit makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Khalees, tell us like, um, you know, about. Was there like a turning point where all of a sudden you were like, I'm going to like it was a conscious decision that you were going to kind of like. Definitely a conscious decision. But the turning point was when I broke up with my ex. So at that point on, I was just like, well, nothing's real. <laughs> like, So nothing's real. Like, so I thought that this was the relationship and this is what we were going to do with it. And this is where it was going to go. And after that didn't go the way I wanted it to go, I started questioning everything else. I was like, well, I didn't question this relationship enough. It was enough for me at the time, but I didn't question it enough. So now I'm questioning everything, even about relationships. I have this new idea. Like It's like everything you naturally feel that makes people think you're pathetic or makes people think that you're less than them is actually more natural than you would think. For instance, when you first get with somebody, if, um, if you don't like somebody and they want to be around you, you call them clingy. Ugh, that's clingy. Mm -hmm. That's perspective. Because if you do like that somebody and you want to be around them just as much, you go, oh, my God, we're inseparable. Yeah. And not clingy. It's perspective. So I was thinking about it. What would happen scientifically if we were still trying to survive and we didn't have all these inventions around us? Just think about what cavemen would do. You think that if a guy really cared about you and he wanted to be around you all the time, you'd be like, stop being so clingy. I need my space. You know what would happen? You would step outside the cave. You get eaten by a fucking saber tooth tiger. Yeah. You can't call somebody clingy yeah. if that natural hormonal interaction with you makes them want to be with you all the time. Guess what happens if somebody is, that's your bodyguard, because he's there. That's what babies do. Babies are clingy. Oh, my God, a baby needs every little thing from you. That's what happens in a romance. Yeah. You're supposed to be clingy. But yeah. we've decided we need to be alone. We need to prove it. we don't need each other anymore. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's very fucked up. And also in caveman days, if you wanted to break up with somebody, you're hiking what? 75 miles through fucking dangerous terrain, you know what I mean, to get to another person. It's not it's not going to happen. But that's that's the other thing too. Nobody wants to be 
in relationships because you're just questioning this person all the time. Are mm. they as good as this thing that I see? Are yeah. they? Do they yeah. look as good as these people that are on TV and movies, yeah. whatever? Also, these things aren't based on anything. These things are. We're starting to go. Oh, do you like to go bowling? Do you like to? Yeah. You like to ba- watch basketball? Or is he gonna like to go to the park with me? That stuff is bullshit. Yeah. Is he gonna fucking show up when somebody else tries to shoot you? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh-huh. love. A hundred percent. Love is not. Oh, who's gonna? Who's gonna like? Who's gonna go with me to the grocery store and pick me up from the airport? I heard a girl one day talking that she was she just started dating a guy and she was like I really like this guy because he's the type of guy that if I was just like let's go to the park he would go to the park I was like that's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life first of all because he's gonna do that in the first week after that he ain't gonna just go to the fucking park whenever you want him to he's got a job yeah. it's probably one reason you're dating this fucking guy you know what I mean yeah. I think we've been basing relationships too much on compatibility and what do I like and what do you like and meshing them together I don't think that it should be based on that anymore I think what it should be based on is because here's what I realized nobody's walking around in the world trying to become your Mr. Right or your Mrs. Right nobody's building themselves up oh you gotta wait for the right one you gotta wait for the right the right one there is no right no are you the right one for anybody? Nobody's the right one for you. So mm-hmm. what happens is you meet somebody and you decide how much do you care about this person enough to learn them now? Like whatever interaction I'm having with this new person in my life, do I want to learn them and do I want to cherish them and do I want to do the things that they need to feel loved? Not how can I be the person? That's so fucking selfish to think you could just be the person they need. <laughs> so yeah. how does that how has that changed how you approach like relationships, how does that change how you go on dates or whatever now? Well, the guy I'm with right now, he's he's nothing like me at all. It's just that we have this chemistry where I really am interested in him, mm-hmm. and I really just I'm just learning him. I'm just going, okay. Well, here here are my moral here's my moral code. I'm not gonna falter on that. You know, I have some I have a foundation of my beliefs. But when there's little petty things like, well, could you you know, maybe. I don't know, like, could you maybe go to sleep a little earlier? Or could you, like, little petty adjustments? I'll make that for him so he's more comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, used to be like, no, I don't go to sleep. Or, you know, it's like, this is who I am. I got to find somebody who doesn't go to sleep with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay up all night. Yeah. I think that, but the, you, this is another reason I want to talk to you because I feel that you've done it earlier than most people. Do you know yeah, what I, mean? I honestly feel like that. On my way here, I'm coming from the gym. I'm like, I really don't want to let Nathan down. I don't want to let you down because you wanted me here by one. I was very late, very, very late. I So I'm. this is my gym shit. I look like a crap, and I didn't care. I haven't showered yet. I was. I felt like I was walking through the street like an old lady. I had my all my gym stuff in the back of my hood, and so maybe it smelled next to the person I was sitting next to. I felt like an old lady going, you know what? Maybe I'll just go ahead and pick the corn off my foot when I get into the studio <laughs> because it needs to get done at some point. Why am I not doing it? As soon as I have a chance to. Do you, do you know what I mean, though, John? Like, they're, they're, usually when you talk to somebody that's like 40, 45, they'll tell you, they're like, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. Yeah. I'm saying what I want to say. I think that's one of the, the good things about getting older is you stop caring what people think in a lot of ways. I don't right? think it's 40, 45, though. I think it's like yeah. 85. You think? Yeah, I don't think it's 40, 45. 
Okay. I've definitely met some people that are like, yeah, but I don't know. But I suppose you, the higher you get, also, when you get to be 80, I mean, you're probably around the least amount of people you've ever been around. Mm. Yeah. And that's when people decide to go, all right, I'm going to be me now. It's, it's, it's crazy. And it's, you know what? You call them crazy old ladies or crazy old yes. men. Yeah. And yeah, they're yeah. probably not crazy. They probably just stopped agreeing to do the social norms. Yes. Stopped agreeing with every little thing that has to get said, all that kind of shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sitting around talking to people about... I, I've lived on both sides of it, man. I've been the person that's like super shy and just tried to not be seen and just kind of go along. That life ain't fun, man. It's not even that it's not fun. You don't respect yourself as a human being. When you just go along with what everybody says and try and just try not to not even like stand out, but just try to not be you so that you don't stand out in front of people so that they won't judge who you are. It ain't fun. It ain't a fun life. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know how, how you grew up, but I mean, were you a shy kid? Um, I mean, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so this does not apply to John Fatigue. I, you know what? I'm probably more than both of you care more about what, how people perceive me in a lot of ways. Why? I'm, I don't know, but like I, I. It's not about not caring. I definitely care. Yeah. I just stopped doing it. I still care. It really hurts my feelings when people get on my Twitter and go, "This, this, you're being crazy, or you're this, or you're that." That hurts my feelings. I definitely care. Yeah. I'm just not gonna play along anymore. Is I'm not gonna like, be bullied. Is it like an exercise or something? It's like. Is it like an exercise in pushing yourself to like a, 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 a like a limit that you've never thought you could cross or something like that? I I think it's just more fun. Yeah. I was so bored fitting in. Can you explain to the listeners a little bit too? Because I don't feel like we really explained like exactly like what how how she's kind of shifted in like her message and stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to get that across. I mean, okay, so so I say before, I mean, and this is no off- uh, offense. I'd say like say a few months ago, you would be tweeting jokes, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, putting up jokes and, you know, as, as most people do on Twitter, just putting up jokes to, to you know, it, it, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. I do it sometimes. I'm like, this is really what I want to say, but fuck it. Here's a joke about buses. You know what I mean? And I'll put out the bus tweet and I'll be like, God damn it. Should have just said the thing that was actually on my mind. Um, it seemed like Khalees stopped doing the joke bus thing and just went, yo, here's really what's on my chest. Here's some actual thoughts I have. And I'm putting those out she really just started to be herself on this uh you know social media site where people can look at what you think say and judge it completely harshly do you know what i mean yeah and there's um, some there's some funny ways of putting it mixed in sometimes of course but sometimes it's just simply that that's that (laughs) yeah yeah how do you so how do you when, when somebody starts saying that you're and i mean this is really do you get tweets is it really just from comedians that say you're crazy or is it just the the only time i just got attacked was um, because I made a very general statement saying that women who prefer big dicks have never been in love. Yep. And all of a sudden, I started getting tweets from only black women because I would get retweeted and favorited from anybody else. Uh And like several black women were like, you don't know what you're talking about. How can you just say that? So then I was like, addendum, black women, if black women want big dicks they've probably never been in love <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so then the black women started coming out of the woodwork tweeting to each other do you see what this bitch is saying and saying oh i'm i'm i'm, I'm doing some um hating on black women shit and i was like no i don't hate black women i hate black women who think like you <laughs> yeah <laughs> nigga yeah. <laughs> because i just like to bring that out of people if they want to battle with me i can battle and I, i'll I don't care. I'll go off on a tangent yep. just to hurt their feelings because I only summed up 
from the six or seven women who bat who were like, that's not true, that I, I really do think that if it's a physical feeling you're looking for to make you feel something with this guy, then you're not connecting on an emotional level. Yeah. Because I've definitely had different sizes. And some of the strongest love I felt towards somebody came just because of touching them, not because of how hard they could fuck me. Uh-huh. I've never touched a dick. Um, so, I mean, I don't really have... Have you ever touched a dick? Um, just, Your own. Just mine, yeah. <laughs> My own dick, yeah. And I don't really have any kind of gauge for that. I mean, it's just sort of... Uh, it's regular to me. You know what I mean, it doesn't hurt to put on pants, so I guess it's probably not like this monster fucking thing, you know. But what you said is really interesting because I think when you, if you just like are flying through your tweets, you would miss that message. I think you know, but like, so like what you're saying. And I said if I was, a, it was a specifically yeah. if she was like, why don't, why are you generalizing all black women? Why don't you say some? I said. The characters only allowed yeah. me to say if. Yeah. You're going to feel it however you're going to feel it. You're going to hear it however you want to hear it. And I don't care because I'm not here for black women. I'm not here for women. I'm not here for moms. I'm here for myself. Yeah. And you know what's funny? If you put out, even if you put out things that weren't really your own thoughts, people are going to judge that shit anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No matter what you put out, somebody's going to have something to say about it or something to think about it. So, I mean, it only makes sense that you'd really just say the things that are really on your chest and try to be you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I think, I don't know, man, I was talking to somebody the other night who was like, um, they were talking about the people that they're into, and now only at their age have they finally decided, yo, I, I, I suppressed this for so long, these are actually the people I'm into, why am I not going after these people? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the reason is because you're scared to fucking walk around with the people that you're really into mm -hmm. for fear of what these other fucking criminals are going to yeah. say. It's because when when you walk around with it, you can't hide it. Exactly. And it's... it's Right there, representative of who you are. You uh -huh. cannot hide that other person. Yeah, and it's so weird. I mean, I don't know. I I, I mean, we we talk about I being being a a a man walking around and and say I'll just say comedy because I guess that's the thing that I fucking wander around in. Most other male people are like, if it ain't a hundred and two pounds, tiny and white, it ain't good. And but that that's also what like commercials say everything. So if you're not walking around that, you're people are going to fucking come down on you. So but that's what try I'm saying. Like, I just, you just made me think of something. Maybe that's the, like, the biggest problem in relationships is because you can't hide that other person, you're always trying to control what they are and what they'll do within themselves because you can't hide who they are. And, and that's a representation of you. Yeah. The type of people who are like that, who go, I've chosen you to be with me. You represent me now. That's what a big major rift in a relationship is. Yeah, is definitely. I can't believe you just did that because that makes it look like I'm okay with that. Yeah, man, 100%. That's 100% true. And that, oh, fuck, it's sad, but yeah, because if you were in that kind of in your head that you were trying to have like this perfect thing going on, when you're walking around with somebody who, who fucks up, quote unquote, in your eyes, you're going to come down on that person. You're going to be harsh on that person. And, and just the way it's supposed to be, I don't know, man, when you talk to fucking people, it's like, you know, when somebody, um, standing with people and they're like, yo, that girl's too big. I, I get so fucking sad sometimes and upset because I'm like, that girl's like 140 pounds. <laughs> she ain't big. Like, you know what I mean? If you, if somebody's going to say big, we better be talking like, and I wouldn't even care about this, but if somebody's going to be like, like, that girl's big, it better be 500 pounds. You know what I mean? She better be like... Unhealthy. Sure. It should be a det like detrimental to her, not just yeah, cosmetic. Not, not just yeah. she's bigger than a girl I saw in a magazine. Mm -hmm. Ergo, I can't walk around with her because of what fucking people will say. Do you know what I mean? And it's just, uh, I don't know, man. It really, like, I was talking to this dude, and I just got so mad. I'm like, fuck, yeah, man. You waited all this time to finally be the person you want to be. I've done it. 
You know what I mean? And I, I, I think I'm still doing it in a lot of weird ways. You know what I mean? When I, great, I don't know, man. When I was young, I, I was so shy. I wouldn't talk to anybody. And then I finally just got to a point where I was like, yo, nobody, nobody knows anything. None of these people walking around know dick. I just put this weird power on them that if I do this, they're going to say shit. They don't, nobody cares. And then I did it again when I moved to this city. I, when I got here, because I was like, fuck, nobody knows who I am. I got to do this, this, this. So I just walked around kind of like meek, mild, like trying to fucking get, go along, you know? Because I thought everybody was uh, not like higher than me, but I thought everybody had power in this city. You know what I mean? I'd be walking around. I'm like, yo, this guy runs a show. He's doing this. And you walk around, you're like, yo, there's like four people running this whole thing. <laughs> everybody else is just working here. So I'm fucking scared to walk around or say what I really want to say in front of this. This doesn't fucking make any sense. Yeah. My, my first attempt to be social, I got pushed back in because what happened is since I hadn't socialized socialized for so many years of my life, I didn't know the kinds of things that you're not supposed to say. I didn't know the behavior and the, and the, like, the filter. I didn't have a good filter. So I would just talk. And then people would be like, the kinds of things you're saying are really weird and insensitive and you're really rude or you're really like – crazy and so then i would go back in i'd be like well i don't know what to say so now i'm extra shy because i'm like if i say something they're gonna say i'm crazy then i realized later that they're all hiding the things that they would like to say mm. that they're all playing this game with each other and i was like you know what i find the only time i finally came out of my shell is when i found comedy because i realized all the little quote-unquote crazy things i would say would strike a nerve with people as truthful and the tension of tr like crazy truthful and, and, you know, whatever would make people laugh. Mm -hmm. So I was able to be myself more on stage than with people. And now I'm being um, my stage self in real life that's because great. that's who I really am. I yeah. just had to find it. Why, why, were awesome. you, why were you like, um, why do you think you were shy as a kid? Like, why, why do you think you kind of held back or oh, well, not I held know. back? I, like, why well, were you I shy? know why, because I was like just the nerdy kid that everybody picked on. So I just hid away from them and I never had any support thinking like I thought it was just the ugliest thing ever. I look like a little boy and I had a little afro and I was in the Midwest. So people would spit in my hair and people would pick on me and nobody would befriend me Jesus. for the same reason that the relationship thing we're talking about because if i was somebody's friend that represented who they were and that the only people who would be friends with me which is kind of worked backfired on all the assholes were the most popular kids because they didn't have that worry yeah so like for instance in my high school and i don't mean friends like i would hang out with them but the only kindness i got would be from like tanner fry the coolest boy in school would let me sit with him in yeah. the back of the bus because he was on to the top of the thing and he, yeah, didn't and he also care. knows that it don't, it don't hurt him. Like it can't it hurt It didn't him. hurt him. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. all the people in between, those are the fucking pieces of shit. Anybody who's trying to get on top or who's trying to impress somebody who they think is better than them, those are the ones you have to worry about. That's funny that you got your people spit in your hair, man. Yeah. Well, that's partially racism, but partially like you know, there's always a kid with the cooties, and I was that kid. I was that kid. Yeah. Just because I had, because I have red hair, man. This kid put gum in my hair one day because <laughs> everybody hated it. I was like the only where I went where I went to grade one and two. Like it was pretty much just white people. So I was the different to mm -hmm. white people. I'm you the one. You are the n-word. Sure. <laughs> this is this. You know what's hilarious? I did a, a call, a, a show at a college one day, and a black dude came up to me, and we were just talking for a minute about whatever. And then he was like, he just out of nowhere, he goes, he goes, you know why red hair people and black people get along? And that made me laugh alone. But I was like, no, why? And he's like, because white people hate both of us. Mm -hmm. That fucking made me laugh <laughs> so much, man. Because I was just like, when, yeah. So I was that different kid. People put gum in my hair. People fucking hated it. So when I was growing up, I hated. 
having red hair. Mm-hmm. Hated it. I, I I couldn't do anything about it though. Like my eyebrows are fucking not here. Mm-hmm. I got freckles and shit. That was just who I was. But until like grade fucking ten, I hated it. But now I I realize that it's like one thing that makes me different. And the people that made fun of it when I was growing up. Now when I'll go get my hair cut or something, there'll be dudes or girls or whatever, and they'll be like, oh, your hair's so great. The color's so great. How do you get that? And I'm like, yo, fuck you. Where the hell was this in grade two when everybody was treating me like a bag of garbage? You know what I mean? So it's just funny that that's the, um, I don't know, it's funny that we have the hair thing <laughs> in uh, in common. How um how how long How long have you been kind of just being you and just doing the thing you want to do? I mean, I've definitely had inklings of it over the last few years, so there's it's there. But I've been pushing it out a little more since around Thanksgiving when I when I broke up with my ex. Like I just kind of, well, the first thing that happened, and I think this first thing that bothered people was I was being very sexual, and yeah. that was probably in complete spite towards my ex because that was one one of our main problems was um, faith being faithful or whatever. So me pushing out sexuality and me pushing out that, well, this is what I am when I'm single was is probably out of spite somewhat, but also because it is one of the funniest things about me. I'm really good at sexual euphemism, so fuck it. Why should I hide that? I'm grown. I'm 34 years old. I don't hide that. It's also funny, like, I mean, and at that time, too, if a girl starts talking about, like, being with dudes and all that kind of thing, she's crazy. You know what I mean? But and also the thing was, is like I was it was obviously a joke. I was like, how could you guys possibly think I'm somewhere doing any of these things? I was it was obviously jokes. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. What, I'm sitting there somewhere by myself at a coffee table typing these things up, like, I'm wondering if anybody's gonna like it. And they're <laughs> acting like I'm typing it with a dick. <laughs> Khalees tweets with dicks. <laughs> but there were elements of truth to it. Like for instance, like the only thing I can remember from back then right now was like, um oh I have two. Well, one of them was like there's a guy who you stare stares at me for like the last six months of my gym, but he must not have any balls because if he did, I would be licking him by now yeah. because he never approached me. Yeah. And then there was another joke. I was like, everybody thinks I'm such a whore, but there's so much more about me. Like there's something very innocent and sweet hidden inside of me. It's your boyfriend's baby. Yeah. <laughs> and there see, was a lot of that thing. boyfriend stuff. Which yeah, really I fun. loved saying I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck your boyfriend because yeah. I because I was gonna I was basically attacking the boyfriend motif that I held so dearly right before that. I was like, "Ah, don't hold your boyfriend too tight, you know? Because it's not going to last. It's not necessarily going to be there for you. So I was attacking the fact that you could lose your boyfriend at any moment now. It's true though. You could you, people could be gone in a goddamn minute, especially if you base things on the things that like mm-hmm. we're supposed to hold fucking dear like does this person want to drink a bottle of vodka with me and listen to fucking juicy J yeah. in a goddamn club around another thing like i always found was weird is that like if you don't this is why i get mad about uh 90% of white men walking around in beards and plaid shirts i really think most of that is this kind of scared thing do you know what i mean because you're standing if you walk into a room in brooklyn and you're wearing a beard and a plaid shirt you look around there's 45 dudes that look like you how can you feel out of place how can you feel like how can you, you know what I mean? You're just going to walk around and be like, yeah, I'm fitting in. This is what I'm doing. But those guys, man, they're not, there's something that they're not really, I, they're oh, not. Oh, you're right about that. There's a new thing now that I heard about where they're getting facial implants, hair implants. Is that for real, So though? that they can grow beards. I never hear, heard about this at all. I saw that article circulate. Is that for, you think that's for real? I do think it's for real. Oh, I think for the dudes that can't are, grow beards? Yeah. They only grow that little patchy fucking yeah. pirate thing? It's part, it's part of this world right now. They want to fit into it. 
That's so sad, man. But also, this is the thing. New York is so... You're so identified by what, by what neighborhood you live in, you know? And so people, they want to they be identified by, by the neighborhood they live in. And, like, for instance, Williamsburg, there's a specific dress code that people want to, like... They want, they want people to say, oh, that guy lives in Williamsburg. Sure, but I think trying to, I, I think that there is something that those people aren't really uh, attaching themselves to. I think there's something inside them that they're they're trying to fight. You know what I mean? Mm. There can't be that many fucking guys that want to walk around in those orange knit hats, a beard, and a plaid shirt with their fucking jeans rolled up to boot. I mean, these guys, they look the exact fucking same. They say the same shit. Go up to that guy and tell him that the Beatles are not the best band. Watch the fucking arguments that you're going to get in for nothing, over nothing. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That that type of shit is the thing that like again when I was growing up I tried very hard to kind of fit in with people and do all that sort of shit and it and it works for to a degree but then when somebody comes at you I found anyway when somebody really came at me since I didn't really have myself put mm. together and know exactly what I was trying to do and I was just like a front it hurt so much more man yeah it hurt so much more because I had nothing really to fall back on I just got they just shattered the picture and then there ain't nothing there yeah do you know what I mean my problem was I grew up poor so I didn't even have the budget. That's to fun. fake the fit in, Still, so me too, then yeah. everybody everybody treated me like what exactly what I look like and yeah. exactly how much money I had, yeah. and then all of a sudden it switched and I got my own money and I was able to like get my hair relaxed and I was able to fit in, mm -hmm. and then I resented the people who are the same people who treated me like garbage. Yeah. So then I saw through the scam. Yeah. That's and another I was thing. Like, I don't want to be a part of it. Girl, I, I remember at the time I had I had no money either. The only time I started really fitting with people is when I started smoking weed and shit. And I I used to hate smoking weed just because it made me feel dumb and I didn't want to do that. But people around me be like, "Yo, man, don't be a bitch, fucking blah 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 blah." So I fucking started smoking weed. But before that, no money, no nothing. So I'd go to school and everybody make fun of me because I didn't have a starter jacket. Mm -hmm. I didn't have Tommy jeans. Mm -hmm. I, I had I had Venture sneakers. Do you guys remember those with the fucking Velcro strap? Garbage, no. man. Other people are walking around in Nikes. <laughs> but again, at the end of the day, they're not real people. They're not like they, they, a lot of these things are just these weird little fronts. Once you don't have a starter jacket, you're not a fucking person anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Those hipster beards are like the white people Jordans. They're 100%. <laughs> The white people Jordans. As soon as white people start shooting people for their beards, it's the same goddamn thing. Personally, that's cool. I've never liked Jordans. I think there's like two pairs of them that look cool, and the other ones I'm just like, you're wearing that because you're supposed to. You they all look like plastic, like garbage. Like they're made out of like plastic. It's just ugly. Those, the silver ones with the red laces or whatever. Have you seen? Let me mm -hmm. fuck it. These are gross. These things are fucking disgusting. I'm gonna go try to find these. Um, but anyways, it's uh, I, the latest ad that I saw on the Path Train for Botox had a man in the picture. Wow, really? Yeah, so that's gonna be a new thing that we're gonna have to deal with, like those alien face women. We're gonna, they're gonna come in oh men now. Oh my god! So like you now like kind of taking this leap into like just free expression all the time and stuff, um, and and you're doing it on stage, you're doing it in your regular life, you're doing it through your Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. So how does this affect you as a mom? Does it affect you as a mom? Does that like, is there like some kind of a boundary that you feel like you can't cross or like, is, is that even an issue? Well, I, I should hope that she's not looking on my social media. Yeah. But so when I, when I interact there, with her. Other people are judging you and saying you're crazy though. Does that make you Well, like, they're not, those people are not paying my rent. Yeah. So I don't really, I, when it comes down to like that, it's like, all right, go ahead and judge. Mm -hmm. What can I do about that? They're gonna even if I wasn't doing this, they would be judging me. Before I was doing this, they would judge me for a different reason. Yeah, yeah. You know why do I get stage time versus them, or why do I 
um, have a career as a mom or why do I do this thing? There was always judgment. That's mm. never going to go away. So I might as well get judged for something I'm excited to do. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. You're going to yeah. be judged no matter what you do, and especially I think well every job probably no matter what it is that you do, people are going to talk about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you walk around in in this thing. And actually, probably any job. People talk shit no matter what. And yeah. it's usually because they're too scared to look at themselves. Yeah. They don't want to take half a second to really figure out what's wrong. Like, if you're going to sit there and be like, yo, why is that person doing better than me? You're, you're not, it's not really that you're even angry at them. You're mad at you for not doing as good as that person is. You're mad at you from holding yourself back, from from stopping you from doing whatever the fuck it is that that person is doing. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, so many times when people are like, yo, that guy's so... You know who I think is fucking great, and it's not even like her Miley Cyrus. I think is great. Yeah, I love it. It's not even her music, even though Wrecking Ball I think is a good fucking song. I think it's just the fact that like people will say that she's crazy. She's just let go. That's it. That's you know it. what I mean. And I think she, she did it for the same reasoning as me. She got her heart broken. She had her whole life thought out. She thought, and I think she's just doing it on a larger scale in yeah. front of more people. Yeah. Like, just being afraid to not say what she wants to say, wear what she wants to wear. I mean, I don't know. Have, has there ever been a time, dude, where you pick something up, like a, a piece of clothing or something, you're like, yo, I would love to wear this, but I can't? I No, I, I do do that sometimes just to get myself out of my comfort zone. I, you know, I, I, I created that character that I'll go out as, yeah. Magnus Livingston. Um, which is? Uh, uh, He's like this mink coat wearing, like, crazy, like, artist guy. And I'll go out into neighborhoods as him and live in character just to, like, get out of my comfort zone. I'll literally have... A mint coat that goes down to my feet with no shirt on and cut off jeans. How often do walk. you do this? I'll do it like once every couple months and I'll just <laughs> go to neighborhoods and just walk around and like. I've seen it. It's pretty fucking awesome. Have you ever wondered if that's maybe who you really are? I don't know. It's just like I live. I, I'm always. I don't know. It's, just, it's, it's like a. I don't think it's like who I really am. It's just I, I want to be eccentric sometimes. And yeah. it gives me a chance to be eccentric and to push myself out of my comfort zone where it's like. It, like I know everyone's looking at me and they think I'm out of my mind crazy, but I'm gonna try to not give a shit and walk down the street as that person. That's great, and that's yeah. definitely that's definitely gonna be a part of who you are. It doesn't mean it's you wholly, but that's yeah. definitely a part of you, and that's why you have to do it or do do it. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. And like I've kind of created him as like this other. You can even Facebook his name is like Mag a Magnus Livingston. Look him up, friend him. Um, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a second person, and I can go out and do really weird shit, and I don't feel. When I go home, like if some if somebody was like talking about me behind me or or like look at that fucking weirdo, once I like I don't care. I just don't give a shit. Yeah, and it's it's a separation. Thing. And that's only if you're Magnus. It's only if I'm Magnus. But if you're John Fadigan and somebody was like, "Yo, that guy's a piece of shit." Yeah, it'll hurt me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But if I'm Magnus, I can just take anything. That's so funny. That's definitely like a fucking wrestling. And character. I'll do weird shit. Like I'll get on the subway and I'll like put my face really close next to another person's face as Magnus <laughs> and just see how long I can like deal with that. That'll definitely fuck with people, man, because people you know? hate people hate kind of being taken out of their, their weird little... Yeah. Just they're kind of like, I'm walking around, don't bother me, yeah. I'm walking the earth. Like if you... If sometimes you talk to people, like even on the train or, or strangers or whatever, they're so... They don't like being called attention to at all. They're just like, leave me alone. I'm wearing a, a black pea coat like I should. Yeah. <laughs> I got a hat on. I ain't you. You know but what I mean? See, that's what's great about what you're doing. That's what well, that's what's safe about what you're doing, because you've already given this character specific guidelines and you know this what he does and it's acceptable. You've decided mm -hmm. that this guy is this and that's it. And nobody can tell you no. Yeah. But with you, you haven't quite decided what you've accepted about yourself. 
that's why it's a little difficult for you to hear somebody say something nasty towards you. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So I, I get a glimpse I, when I become Magnus. I get a glimpse of like what you get. You're, you're doing full time, which is, is really cool. Mm -hmm. That's why that Lego movie is so great to me, because it shows you like everybody is special and everybody's not special and everybody's it doesn't matter it's all relevant have you seen it yet i did it's great oh man it's so good yeah i saw it's a i really gotta fun see movie. it yeah. it's a really fun movie it's man. so good yeah yeah it's really well done i've definitely done that though like i remember before i'd, I'd pick up like a piece of clothing or something i wanted to wear and i'm like i can't wear that because of xyz and then i get this fucking fiery rage that i'm like who am i trying to not yeah you know what i mean i like whatever the yeah. these green pants yeah. you know what i mean so i'm wearing them I got these green pants. I don't even, I just don't like them that much anymore, so I don't wear them. But like, these green jeans, dude. I, every room I went into, people were like, yo, you wearing these? You doing that? Green pants, huh? Like, they just fucking make fun of me about the whole, and I'm like, they're just green, you ignorant pricks. Why can I have green up here? But if I put it on my legs, I'm not gonna fucking weirdo. Do you know what I mean? Um, this, why do they care so much? Because th it, it, that's another thing about trying to be cool, man. You you can walk the earth if you can find the funniest way to tell something to to, to tell. If I sit here and I'm talking to John and I can find the funniest way to be like, yo, here's why Khalees sucks. I'm the coolest motherfucker in the room. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If I can sit here and be like, yo, this is how Khalees should die. Mm -hmm. She should go off a cliff, mm -hmm. telling her fucking jokes into a fucking tree that has like a agent that's like, <laughs> you were always garbage. And then people will herald me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Though people will be like, yo, that's so funny, man. If you can be the the guy in the room that burns people the most you're the coolest motherfucker in there when really that circle yeah. is not saying or doing anything i had to come to a point where i realized that i need to accept that people are going to be like that towards me now that i'm being like this and i had to just say to myself as long as i'm having fun as long as i'm happy i can't let that matter so much because what would happen is if i ever become famous 50% of my fans are going to hate me. And those are the people who are going to be watching me the hardest. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is why a guy like, uh, you know, P Paul Rubens is, you know, gets fucking jerking off in a goddamn theater. And people like take his whole career because what he put out wasn't really what the fuck he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Whereas a guy like Richard Pryor can live his whole life being that dude. Because he's like, yeah, I sucked a dick. And people are like, I gotta respect it. I mean, he he just came out told me that he did. You know what I mean? Like Jennifer Lawrence, she's already established. I don't respect this game. Yeah, I don't respect it. I'll be here. I'll put the pretty dress on. I'll be pretty, but this is stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's never gonna be questioned when she's like, ah, it's stupid. Yeah. Lady Gaga's that way too, and again, I'm not a fan of her music, but her as a person, I think she's fucking great. She's like, I will not live in L.A. I hate it out there. Whereas most comedians and actors and stuff are like, oh, L.A. That's where I gotta go. It's gonna be a woman who has millions of dollars won't fucking do it. You're gonna go out there with no money, and it's supposed to be the best thing on the planet. I think what she does is very, very cool. Um, well, fuck, man. I don't know. I, I, I hope. I mean, did this? Does this make sense, John? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was a good episode. Um, I mean. It, is there is there a lesson to take from this? I mean, uh, be you, stop caring so much. I mean, it's easier said than done, right? Yeah, it's way easier said than done. But again, um, people are gonna people are gonna hate you no matter what, it, no matter what you do. If you put on a weird little fake act, people are gonna hate that. So you must, and it's not like walk around punch people in the face, murdering people. But I mean, if you have, if you want to wear something, if you have a certain thought on something, say it, wear it, just fucking be the be the thing that you're supposed to be. I'd like to know what Magnus thinks. Magnus. <laughs> Um, about being himself. You know, what does Magnus think about being himself? <laughs> I'm at a lot. I mean, I'm not him right now. I literally change into a dip. I put that mint coat on. I put on. Sometimes he wears this crown. Um, 
I, 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 he just be. It's like it's not even me. It's insane the switch that happens. Yeah. Um, he says fuck everybody. That's what Magnus would say. That's what I. He say. hates everybody. There you go. Fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. <laughs> um, I, I, I say that shit all the time. I say, oh, I, if I didn't forget to say it, fuck everybody. <laughs> I um, tweeted that. <laughs> there you go. Fuck everybody. I um, want to thank Khalees Hawkins very much for coming in. Thank you for having me. No problem. John, Dr. Daddy, John Tired. Thank you. Um, Nathan McIntosh. Uh, yeah, stand up NY Labs yeah, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And Khalees, what's your Twitter so people can check it out? Khalees Hawkins. Uh, K C A L I S E H A W K I N S. Mm-hmm. Bam! I got Twitter. Nathan McIntosh. Uh, that's it. Thank you guys for paying attention and listening to stuff. Uh, talk to you soon. <laughs>